Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. The following podcast is sponsored by the Women in Comedy Festival. Check us out at WICF.com. Well, hey, everybody. This is Love About Town, sponsored by the Women in Comedy Festival Network and the Brain Machine Network. As always, you have me, your host, Kenise Mobley, and... It's your boy, Rohan, everybody. Uh, fresh from the protest. That rhymes, right? Kind of? It's Thanks, a soft everyone. rhyme. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm not Rohan has anymore. put his arms up as though he has accomplished something great. All right. I just, just watched that Seinfeld episode where George is where Jerry tells George he has to leave on a laugh after he does everything. And so if he gets a laugh or just feels like it's he's ready to leave, he's just like, Well, I'm leaving and then he just leaves after every scene and I was trying to take off on be that too. George Costanza? Uh no, I that would be very bad, I think. Yeah. I don't think that's a good I don't think that's a good choice for you. <laughs> no, no, that's not. That's not. But I, I do love that feeling, though—a sitcom end it, like a, a sitcom exit line, where you yeah. really laugh and then you leave. It's a very good feeling. Yes. Oh, great feeling. Great feeling. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah. No, I just. I don't know. Anyway, can you keep, keep, keep talking? <laughs> what I, was I, all I, that? I have. I have take, taken all the momentum out of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you did but i love that you are always questioning if that's your role in this that's true <laughs> yeah i don't think you've ever said just like i am rohan confidently just no, said no. it and felt it Mm-mm. because you are you are in fact rohan mm, yes and that's what i'm afraid of everyone finding out what <laughs> I, I that was being self-deprecating <laughs> okay I worry about you. My whole family worries about you. We're all rooting for you, Rohan. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I still get messages from my sister being like, he's going to be okay, right? Like, (laughs) Wait, which sister? Michelle. Oh, Michelle. Okay. I was like, Patrice, I don't know if she thinks you're going to be okay, but she loves you too. Patrice sent me a sorry this is we're, we're still we're <laughs> patrice i had shaved my beard and now i have a mustache and patrice like when she saw that like i had posted it or whatever she uh she sent me like an article that was basically like guys need to learn that a beard looks better as a beard and a mustache you shouldn't have a mustache alone you should all have a beard with the mustache <laughs> that's so shitty why would she send you that <laughs> i don't know i'll talk funny. to her about it that's no rude. you don't have to no it i'm going funny. to that's okay, not funny. Fine. That's mean. That's uh, bullying with articles. Oh, I didn't take it as bullying. Okay. <laughs> she um, wasn't the only one who was like, why do you have a mustache? I say go for it. You live in Brooklyn. Thank you. you. That's what I, I listen. It's been three months. I kept it. You can do whatever you want. We have yeah. waited so long to introduce our guest. They are now <laughs> looking out of the window. Well, there's, so an sorry. Okay. there's an argument going on. There That's... is an argument going on, <laughs> presumably by a couple, which brings me to the fact that this is the first time you guys first are here for episode the first ever. episode ever where we've had a couple. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh. Yeah, you guys, yeah. you guys are the couple. So the we couple. asked you. Like the... there are other couples, but you guys are the couple. Okay. Mm-hmm. So please, welcome. You've seen them on TV. <laughs> You've seen them at shows all over New York. I'm using them as though it's a, it's not a non-binary one person. It's two people of mm-hmm. different genders 
yep. who appear in different comedy things. Please welcome Sam Evans and Carmen Wigala. Yay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we had a, I think that like, yeah, this is, I'm surprised. We've been doing this for like a few years now. And yes. this is the first time we've ever had like a couple like on a podcast that where we just talk about like dating and relationships and, and stuff. And I'm not sure why it took us this long. I think because we were afraid that we would ask them weird questions and they would break up. Yeah, that's true. I don't want to yeah. be responsible for, for breaking up a relationship. Yeah, that's but true. I was like, ah, Sam and Carmen, they, we don't have to worry about them. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Now, this, is not adding any, uh, this is not adding any additional pressure at all. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I, listen, yeah. I just listened to Sam's album. They're fine. Me too. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, it was a great yeah. album. Yeah, Th that means that they're okay. Sam's yeah. album is good. That means that they're yeah. doing great. If it was bad, I'd be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't. We shouldn't ask them. <laughs> <laughs> they are at risk. Okay, so no, the album was good, so we can ask them. Yeah. Uh, oh man, that is. I sorry, not to not before you guys talk because we haven't let you talk at all. We like, haven't just, let you. Talk we haven't at let all. you speak in any way. We're not going to. I'd have to. <laughs> I'd have to imagine. It's okay. So, the The argument is. Uh, it's raging. So loud. It's like mm -hmm. actually scary. Really? Can, yeah. now, I, I don't want to blow up people's business, but what what is the what is the theme of the argument? <laughs> oh, a, I think it's a I think it's a jilted lover situation. Ooh. Is my guess. Uh, a jilted lover. Interesting. Listeners, you can hear a little bit of it. Uh, Sam you, and Carmen are looking out of their window. You I'm really so sorry. I think we might have to move to a different room. <laughs> we're That's trying fine. so hard to be engaged, and it is absolutely impossible right now. And I'm so sorry. That's no, more people. <laughs> yeah. I think other people are starting to intercede so it doesn't get too heated. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move to another. Move to another. Do whatever room. you need. I know you've got a whole setup. Yes, Literally yes. a few minutes and we'll be right back in it. Hell yeah. Hell yes. yeah. <laughs> no, don't apologize. It's fine. You, All right. you didn't do this. It's not like yeah. <laughs> some would say it's uh, love about town. <laughs> in real life. This is yeah. love in real life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's complicated. Sometimes it's messy. People fight. Hopefully not physically. Yeah. Now we're going to the to the studio, or as I like to call it, Matt Backus's room. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait, where's Matt? He is in Indianapolis. Um, is that where oh, he's from? Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he uh, took off for there a little while ago, and um, nice. and now I use this room a lot. Um, we'll just grab the chairs, and then we'll be right back in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Matt Backus is one of the people who like. I can't imagine them as younger than when I met them. And so them existing in any other place but New York is just like, really? Huh. Oh, really? I mean, That's I guess you have to be from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, do you, wait, wait, wait. You can't imagine somebody existing outside of New York City if you only met them in New York City? It's not that I can't imagine them existing. out, it's, And it's not everyone. It's just certain people where I'm like, yep, New York. They've always been the same age. I can't imagine them as younger people. Matt Backus is one of these people where I'm just like, I guess. I mean, sure, he's got to be from somewhere, but it's weird to me that that's where he's from. Oh, yeah, he's like a little, uh, little um, sort of wheat field boy, cornfield boy. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what cornfield boys look like? Yeah, well, he's he, stylish for a cornfield boy. He's very stylish. He's yeah. like if Indianapolis met Los Angeles. 
That yeah. he's very stylish. Like he's, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. I'm always surprised when people are from New York. Yeah. I, it's, always, well, I always, it's always the other way around for me. I assume that people are not from New York. And then when they're like, I'm from New York, I'm like, whoa, what? Crazy. <laughs> I always am like, oh, so you like did cocaine when you were 12. Like that's mm-hmm. what I think of all children from New York. People Absolutely. that are like, yeah, we used to hang out in Manhattan when we were like 13. I'm like, that's insane. What? Why? <laughs> How are you not the leader of the Hell's Angels right now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I see like 12 year olds on the train who have more poise and maturity and like calmness than I ever will have. And it's crazy. I'm always afraid for them. I don't know what I think is going to happen on the train, but I'm always like, where's your parent? Like, who owns you? Not like, who's responsible? Oh. <laughs> Yeah. I've been going bike riding at, in Prospect Park and and like, you know, there are a lot of people biking there. So you like, you see people biking and then occasionally there'll be like an odd eight-year-old and he has like a bike and it has training wheels and he's biking and there's just not an adult in like in sight. And you're like, are you, I was, and you like, you like look around, you're like, <laughs> somebody watching this child know uh, he seems to be oblivious to everything that's happening. He seems fine. I'm like, okay, this is how New York is. Sure. He's got to be independent. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we should take off the training wheels. He's moving a little slow, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, I feel the same way about uh, old people, too, in New York. <laughs> like, anytime there's, like, a very, very old person, I'm like, God, how do you do it here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Uh, my parents have like two like old like my parents. My parents first moved to America. They moved to New York. They were like they lived in Queens, and so they have like these like this like old couple who like uh one of them sponsored my dad like when my dad got his master's degree and stuff. So it's like they know this like old couple who's lived in New York forever, and I will see them occasionally when my parents come to the city, and it's like I don't know how. I was like, I like, like eighties, nineties, like eighties, eighties. And they've been living in New York their whole life. They'd still take the subway. They like still walk to the union. There aren't enough elevators. I don't understand how they're doing it. They live on the first floor of a brown. Okay. That's better. Yeah. So that they don't, there's no stairs, there's no stairs to walk up. So they're okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we were speaking about young people. This is a bad segue. We were speaking about young people. So I am going to show you guys this video that I thought was very interesting, and I want to get your take on it. Uh, it is uh, is an advertisement that was released by uh, the country of New Zealand, I guess. Um, yes. The New Zealand. We'll just say it's the New Zealand government. It seems like that's who released it. Yes. Yeah, I'm Sue. This is Derek. We're here because your son just looked us up online, you know, to watch us. Matt! Matt, darling, there's some people here to see you! So he watches you online? Yeah, you know, on his laptop. iPad, PlayStation. Mm, his phone, your phone. Smart TV projector. Yeah, anyway, we usually perform for adults, but your son's just a kid. He might not know how relationships actually work. We don't even talk about consent, do we? Now we just get straight to it. Yeah, and I'd never act like that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Maddie! You're right. Okay, Sandra. Stay calm. You know what to do here. All right, Maddie. It sounds like it's time to have a talk about the difference between what you see online and real-life relationships. No judgment. Many young Kiwis are using porn to learn about sex. Keep it real online. Get help and advice at keepitrealonline.govt.nz. Wow. 
That's the commercial. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. That's I great. can't imagine our country doing something like that. No, never. Because yeah. they'd rather just not talk about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not acknowledge that sex actually exists and not acknowledge that their sex is so easily accessible mm-hmm. to yeah. everyone in any capacity. Yeah. And the mass, produ- you know, like uh, the, the sex culture that you see in porn is like, yeah, know, sort of in overdrive, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. And uh, yeah, you're. N- <laughs> <laughs> well, how much of ha- what you guys learned about sex and how people have sex came from pornography? I don't really know, actually. Uh, if- yeah, there wasn't a lot of internet when I was growing up, I guess. I'm old. Um, I read books. I read. read you read. <laughs> you read porn books. I read porn books. Are they like like explicitly pornographic books? Um. Yeah. Penetration. Okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, ah. A lot big, of like big literatica fan. Over <laughs> <laughs> I like There's... to read. I'm horny for books. <laughs> nice. There's horny podcasts. Did you know that? Really? What? Yeah, they're like podcasts where you. Uh, can listen to it's like erotic podcast yeah and you what's can what's it called and are they free they're not free you have to pay us <laughs> well i'm not well <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm out it's called dipsy it's like d-i-p-s-e-a yeah okay and it's like it's like that yeah so it's like it it's like an alternative to porn honestly it's like uh it's a own a company like owned by women and like they want to i think they want to create more realistic expectations for porn and for like sexual activity and because some people are like kind of taken aback by porn because it's so like sam said like everything is on overdrive yeah so some people just like cannot physically handle that because uh it just totally completely understandable (laughs) but like but uh yeah so they have this pot they have like alternatives like this i frankly did learn about sex from porn I did too. I did yeah. too. Although yeah. I, I, I will say I'm only just now thinking about this, but I had a really illuminating moment. My, my brother studied abroad in Spain for like a couple of years in college. And so one Christmas, me and my whole family went over to visit him. Mm-hmm. And it was my parents in one hotel room and us in another. And the hotel in Spain, you can just get porn on the TV. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, three young brothers. We just casually <laughs> have porn on. We're disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then one night I remember my brother, because he's like an adult man now, you know, like, or at least he was in college. He was having sex. So one night there was, it was like this weird, like amateur, not weird. It was just, it was just two normal people having sex as opposed to like the, the highly fetishized, like highly produced porn. It was just two normal people having sex. And we were just kind of like, hmm, look at that. And my brother's like, just so you guys know, that is what sex is really like. Just so you and I, <laughs> oh. I do remember that actually. Just really like, cool. okay. Yeah. He was like, it's not what you watch. It's it's more like this. And yeah. That was nice of him, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That is a very that yeah, that's great. Cause I didn't I didn't know any of it. I mean, I, I kind of picked it up over time that that's what sex was gonna be like, but like in the beginning I was like, no. And then you always compare your penis to the guys on in porn. Sure. You're younger. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. 
yeah, you think that that's what a penis is supposed to look like. For and sure. It's obviously yeah, that's your, just your fine penis. Yeah, your penis is perfectly fine and, like, <laughs> na- average and, like, does all the things it's supposed to do, but it doesn't look, yeah, it doesn't look like it's been to the gym, you know? <laughs> I w- if, if, if we're in the midst of so many more important things going on right now, I would love to start a publicity campaign just reassuring young men about the size of their penis. Yeah. <laughs> I have a sincere belief that that is where so many of the ills of the world come from. It's just young men feeling weird about their dicks and need somebody to be like, Hey, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Your dick is, your dick is absolutely fine. And it's whatever size it is, however it looks, Mm. it's fine. Don't worry yeah. about it. When yeah. you guys were in middle school, did everyone talk about how big their dicks were? Cause that was like a huge part of my middle school experience. Yes, and how little their dicks were. They were like, someone yeah. says a little dick, and you yeah, like, oh. <laughs> yeah. You didn't want to be the guy with a small penis with a little dick. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. That was like the last thing that you wanted to do. Is that like, I don't know any middle schoolers. Are middle schoolers still doing that, or was that just like a late '90s, early 2000s thing? I, I don't know. I hope they're not, but I bet they are for sure. Yeah. What did girls do to make themselves feel bad about themselves? We felt bad about ourselves regardless. We didn't need other girls. I mean, we did tear each other down, but we didn't need that. We already felt very bad. Yeah. So, yeah. What did, what did girls say to you? I remember hearing girls say that one girl had a boob that was bigger than the other. I remember that. It's too. like a very normal thing, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so-and-so's fat. So-and-so's a slut. So-and-so um, sells BJs for French fries. Um yeah, that was like For a rumor. About, that was a rumor about one girl at my school. It was like um, this person has a crush on this person who wouldn't like her in a thousand years. I like okay in sixth grade, I mm-hmm. dabbled in being a mean girl. Okay, and I stopped. Really, being mean girl. you stopped. You stopped being mean. I didn't, <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. Rohan. When, no, wow. When, did, when did this happen? I'd love to hear. <laughs> I listen. I started in sixth grade. I dabbled, and then when I was thirty-one, I was like, you know what? I better just stop. I, I didn't say I'm not enough. mean. I'm just not like a mean girl in the, the mean girl sense of the word. That's, oh, okay. All right. Am I yeah. that mean? No, I was just okay. I, I was just busting your balls. I was like, is that my reputation that I'm mean? Also, I think no. that's like best friends. There's a familiarity there. Yeah, would be mean. You know? Yes, yeah. I mean to you, Rowan. Yeah, to me. I'm not that's mean why, to everybody. That's, yeah, that's a, that's why I brought it up. Okay, but you know that I'm mean to you because I love you. Because you're my best friend. I know, kitties. Okay, God. we got it. I have, I trust you, and I like have faith in you to be the best version of it's yourself. It's just when you know when you see a fastball coming over the plate. You either, it's not the first pitch, so you don't ignore it. Sometimes you just want to hit it out of the park. Okay. You know, and okay. I felt like I had one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just, I want you to know that you're loved and supported. I know. Thank okay. you. <laughs> Good. Thank you, kiddies. I appreciate okay. it. Yeah. Wait, uh, Carmen, what did they say in your middle school? Um, now I'm remembering very, very specific things that stood out. Uh, there's this one girl that um, gave a blowjob wrong. I think she, like, blew on it physically. And um, and also put peanut butter on a guy's ass and licked it off, which is, you know, like the ass weird. or the asshole. I'm just, I, I'm sorry. Hat, no, there's no way it was the hole. It was absolutely the, the cheek butt. itself. Yeah, which, you know, he should be so lucky. How dare you spread that rumor? Yeah, um, you know, whether she did it or not, who gives a shit? I just remember yeah, hearing that and being like, 
I don't know. I, I was, I hope most, I think most people in my school are just like, all right, <laughs> fine, cool. <laughs> it was such yeah. a small high school. I went to a very, very small high school. So it was a lot of, especially by our senior year, I think a lot of like the bullying had been pushed out. Okay. Oh, that's nice. I don't know. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. Uh, yeah, we had a thing in our, like, I went to a very small middle school, but then, like, the high school was, like, merged with, like, another town, and then we had heard that, like, there was a big scandal in the middle school because people were giving blowjobs in the bathroom and then, like, taking pictures of them. This is, like, like the beginning of online, and then, like, putting them online, and, like, the cops had to, like, come in and be, like, you can't do this anymore. Like, yeah, they're, you know, whatever. Take those websites down. Like, it's child... it's child pornography but it's artisan child pornography it's made by the kids themselves <laughs> made by and for children <laughs> it's for children yeah it's, it's fucked up yeah. but, but it's Ugh. but it was like it's like in the first days of the internet so like nobody like kids didn't really know what they were doing kids mm-hmm. still don't know what they're doing but they have so much more knowledge than they do now than they did than we did so it was like yeah they posted them and then obviously they didn't know about that everyone could, they did know everyone could see it but they they didn't know what that meant <laughs> and so those things had to be shut down yeah they, sh- yep. they, should. they should have been did, yeah. uh, did any of the ki- i'm guessing it's a no but did any of the kids face like serious repercussions for that i don't think so no okay. it was just kind of just like probably they think they were just like suspended from school but it was yeah. not like they got expelled or like they were they the pair they're just like you can't do this this is you can't do this anymore yeah 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 <laughs> oh. i mean it was and but now now can you imagine but also like this is another thing you see the video that we just watched now yeah and like i think it's great but then i'm picturing myself having children or whatever or like a niece or a nephew that I, that if they ever ask me about sex, I'm like, am I going to be cool enough or like comfortable enough to talk to them in like a way that doesn't scar them? There's like another, there's another, there's another thing you have to <laughs> well, worry did about. How your parents talk to you about sex scar you? Well, it did in the sense that they didn't talk to me about it. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's yeah. We didn't have that conversation. Yeah. There were like a little bit of, there was a little bit of conversation, but there could have been so much more and more helpful, I think. Yeah. Tell, yeah. tell them about um, <laughs> trying to talk to your niece, because this is one of my favorites. <laughs> it's not even that much of a story, but. Oh, man. Um, yeah, probably too young to bring it up in retrospect, but, you know, I'm not around her enough. Yeah. Uh, and kids have asked me questions before her age before. So uh, she, well, I think it was her 12th or 12th. 12th. 11th or 12th birthday. Uh, and I just like casually brought it up in the car where I was just like, you know, if you ever want to talk about sex or consent, like I'm here for you. Uh, and she, what did she say? She was like, oh yeah. She goes awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Just like was not having it. She's like, yeah, she roasted the shit out of you. (laughs) It only like a way, like a young kid. You should know stuff though. Really? That she, come on. Yeah. yeah, I tried to like, yeah, and then I tried to keep talking after that, and I couldn't control the volume of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you got any questions. 
<laughs> like, you know, it's just going to know things, you know. Nobody's, I don't know. I wish I had had a certain level of knowledge when I was your age. And that's why I brought it up. And it's just, you know, it's the fact yeah. that you would, like, take it upon yourself to come in with open arms and be like, I love you. I'm here for you. And she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which, let's be clear, if someone had done that to me when I was 12, probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. I would have been like, ugh, sure. It is hard because you almost have to like corner a kid and be like, <laughs> yeah, I, that's not bad, but. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't know if I would phrase it that way. You gotta corner a kid. <laughs> yeah, you have to lure him into a van, <laughs> and then candy or something, and just like, like drive just get them, them to open up. Yeah, yeah. Them open yeah. up. <laughs> but you know what, you have to, you have to like sit them there and be like, listen, this is awkward, but you gotta shut yes. up and listen because you're gonna need to know this shit, you know? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. You're gonna not gonna you're right now it's gonna be weird, but you know, in the future you're gonna think about this conversation and thank me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Huh. You're gonna be having sex with your girlfriend, then you're gonna be thinking in your head, I'm glad I talked to dad. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna let you out of the dungeon where I locked you so we have to Yeah. Oh, God. Carmen, you grew up in a small town too, right? Yeah. Yeah, my, my town only had like 5,000 people. And so like everyone kind of like knows everybody yeah. else. Yeah, That seems it, truly wild to me. Yeah. But, it's, but it's also like a huge deterrent to talking about anything that's remotely vulnerable emotionally, sexually especially, right? Because then everyone's going to know your fucking business. <laughs> I think I've always operated under this thing where it's like, there are so many people here. They're not going to remember. Like I can say whatever I want because it's not like they're going to remember like this one incident, but like, yeah, there were like 2,000, 3,000 kids in my high school. Like I could do whatever I want, it didn't matter. Ah, you yeah. guys don't know me, forget it. So yeah. many. Burn some bridges. Yeah, yeah exactly. Burn and all I did. <laughs> How big was your graduating class then? Like eight or 900? Uh, no, it was, a lot of people dropped out. We were in the South, darling. <laughs> um, <laughs> not everyone made it. <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, 500 something. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah that, oh, that's not bad. That's how much we had 300 in our class, I think. So where'd they get all? Oh, because you merged with another town. Yeah, yeah, we merged. Okay, I was like, where'd you get all those kids? Only five. No, no, we merged with another town, Princeton, New Jersey. That's where. Oh, seems good for you guys. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fine. But ninety-nine in mine. What? Ninety-nine. Nine. Wow. Couldn't even get a (laughs) hundred. Dang. So you have to like. I can't imagine having to be nice to people because you know you're gonna see them forever. Yeah, every two seconds in the one hallway, we all share. Yeah, <laughs> the one there's a just one hallway. There's so there's only one building. Oh yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. One pretty small building. Yeah. Wild. I love. Did this. anyone from your high school start doing comedy when you started doing comedy? Uh, there were a couple people that like did it before I did it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a guy like a year ahead of me named George Smith, who was really nice and, and he was like a funny guy in high yeah. school. And he was, I think he actually won a contest at Bowling Green State University. Which is Whoa. North Ohio. 
yeah. uh, to to open for Dane Cook. So I think he actually opened for Dane Cook Ooh. at, at his college. Uh, but then I think that was like that was it for him. He was like, I did it. And then yeah, oh, yeah, I had that in college too. A couple of people. I started much later in college, but yeah, yeah same, same. Uh, but my college, Adam Mamawala went to my college, so he had done, it, and he started way before me. Mm-hmm. And the Lucas brothers went to my college, and really? they started, yeah, and they started way before me too. And so yeah. Adam Mamawala, Lucas brothers started. So like, I was doing, it, and I was like, oh, it's cool. And then I like look at my like school, and I'm like, oh, they're so, oh my god, these people are doing. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're all right. So. I, I you're not going to be the comedian they both. I'm not going to be the do, comedian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, damn. What college did you go to? The College of New Jersey. It's like a small liberal arts school. Okay. New Jersey. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it was. Uh, it it was, yeah, it was it was nice. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like going back to like the childhood stuff, I just feel like talking to kids about it things. I. I would love to be able to be like cool enough to be like, cause that's how you know you're like a cool uncle or aunt as well, where you're like able to relate to them, like, you know, uh, on things that they actually like, but then they also come to you if they have like problems. Yeah. Yeah, I that's what imagine. I want to be. I want to be a cool uncle. That that would be genuinely be like a an accomplishment. For sure. I have is, your, is your brother having children? Is she? she they will, like, okay. they will soon. And I have a be. nephew and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be that. And Patrice is pregnant, so I'm going to have another one. Yeah. Exactly two years apart. And I'm, oh, I, my family, we didn't, like, everyone had w- girls. And now, for some reason, both of my sisters have boys. And I'm like, I don't know how you handle boy children. What do they, what do they need? <laughs> boy children. <laughs> Probably don't tell, like, do I don't call them boy children. Don't yeah. call them boy That's children to their faces. Child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just don't do that i think yeah, that like i don't want to enforce gender stereotypes both in what i'm saying but also how i treat these children i don't i just i'm very worried about how i'm going to interact with these young people sure yeah i mean i think they will um they will dictate a lot of it you know okay um my <laughs> i haven't i just have one niece and she's i don't know a little, how old is she she is eight i want to say okay That's yeah about probably eight i think in maybe in thanksgiving she'll be nine um yeah and yeah she's just a fun little person actually the past two or three years have been fun because that's really the first yeah those first five or six years they're they're not real <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know that sounds bad but they're just not they're, yeah. oh i have a i have a funny story about like kids that age so like uh, i have a cousin and he's older than me he's like uh i guess he's like in his mid 40s and he has two daughters and they're like uh they're probably like probably 10 and 12 years old and we had like a big like family reunion at my uncle's house like uh maybe like eight months ago and it's like me and then like all of my cousins who are my age right and it's like maybe like uh, eight of us and like we meet you know we're like chatting like just catching up or whatever and we like all go to the there's a basement he's like let's go to the basement because i don't want to talk to the adults all this other stuff so we go to the basement and the girls are there they're like there on their ipad like chatting like giggling and then we like all come downstairs and they like kind of become quiet and they run upstairs and then like maybe like 10 minutes later their dad comes down and then 
he was like he was like oh the girls came up here because they said all the teenagers came downstairs to hang out so they wanted to run upstairs <laughs> you were the teenagers we were the teenagers they thought that we were teenagers hell yeah we gotta get more 10 year olds so in the industry yeah <laughs> right they, which i thought was very cute yeah. they were like the teenagers are hanging out we can't be down here the teenagers are down here uh <laughs> which i thought was very cute but also like I, they're we're not teenagers everyone is in their like mid to mid 20s like early 30s <laughs> yeah yeah Wait, rohan do you think you'll ever have kids you talked about being the cool uncle but like do you think that you will have kids and be a cool great question dad? uh posing the question to you two as well but it feels <laughs> weird because you're a couple and i don't want to be like so you guys having kids yeah uh <laughs> I, I i mean like i don't know if it's the right decision uh, like just to bring like people into the current world that we're in but like i would i'd like to be sure in like if there was a va yeah i'd love to be a dad that would be awesome real okay yeah but i don't know if i i don't know if like it's the right thing for me but i would love to do it that makes a lot of sense to me i can see yeah. you as like like a like making dad jokes dad Yes, I could. I absolutely can see myself in that okay. role too. Unfortunately, nice. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think it's who you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very uh -oh. deeply. Okay, what about you guys? Well, um, we talked about it a lot, and we both, you know, um, didn't really plan on it because of like our our situation. You know what I mean, like money wise. But we have talked about how like emotionally we would like be. We would like children together and we think we'd be good parents and so we're actually pregnant and we're leaving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they scoop for the pod. Yeah. Yes. Sam is like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Carmen I got did. me pregnant. Yeah, I did it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. No oh, yeah. that's yeah, a, but that's both, exactly how I feel. Yeah. We both we both like children and like to be a parent would be like gratifying, but for our like lifestyle it it's just probably not in the cards. And got it. Exactly. That's that's how I feel too. It's like I think that it would be great, but like the lifestyle that I lead and like the life that I want to live and like do I see it like getting any being much more different than it is now? Uh, not really. So <laughs> so so I'm not sure if that's a great environment to bring a child up in. Hmm. Canis, do you do you want to have kids? With my own body, no, not at all. The idea of being pregnant still disgusts me. And my sister sends me photos, and she's my identical twin sister. And she sends me photos of herself pregnant. And it's just like a horror show of like, I had a dream two nights ago where it was just like, instead of like a pregnant belly, it was just like, imagine like somebody slapped a baby on your front and then covered it with skin. So you can see like the baby waving from inside and like, just like, <laughs> Oh, hands on her stomach, and I was like, beautiful. "That can't be right. This isn't right." This is the best answer I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, that's, be a is, so that's what you you had. That's what you think being pregnant is. <laughs> yeah. A child. No, that it isn't, but it was just, and Patrice constantly, she's like, oh, he's kicking and he just keeps punching me in the surface. And I'm just like, no! <laughs> that is also, I know, I'm sure that you probably have this written down, but that is, I don't think I've ever heard that perspective of somebody with an identical twin <laughs> who gets yeah. pregnant and they're just like, oh, no, thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, it just seems so, so much. And it's like, it's warm all the time. And she's like, her it just seems like a lot so if they wait, invented wait a second she's warm all the time why is that bad <laughs> it's just like there's like an additional body heat i don't know i like being slightly chilly all the time and the fact that i would just have to spend months of my life just hot 
just <laughs> kind of sweating constantly. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys just want to be hot all the time. <laughs> I always I run hot. That's my uh, me too. I always run hot, so it's just like whatever. I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> Being a little bit warmer. Having no, the I want to be chilly constantly. I want to need a cardigan all the time. That's <laughs> ideal for me. I want, and I keep researching this, and people tell me that I shouldn't, and Patrice tells me to stop sending her articles about it, but they're developing external wombs, and I, that is a thing that I'd be like, okay, I can Wait, do that. They take your egg out, they take your eggs, and they put it into, like, a mechanical womb, and then the, the baby grows in the womb. So they don't have it totally worked out yet. So what they, what they have now is you could do, like, um in vitro surgery situation and they're sure. increasing the wind like the length of time that it can be just like in a test tube or right. petri dish usually so they're increasing the amount of time that it can be in that on the yeah. other side what they're doing with sheep i've done too much reading on this what they're sure doing with, <laughs> shut, shut up <laughs> like ahead, a sheep like they do testing on it but like a sheep will be born prematurely and they'll immediately take it out of like the mom and into this sack, which is an external uterus. And they like, it's a see-through sack. So you just see like this baby sheep just like kicking around inside this created thing. And, and they take dry. the umbilical cord and they like have it so that like the blood is being oxygenated and pumped back into it so that it can continue to develop for the full gestational period of a sheep. I don't know what that is. But those sheep end up healthier and better than ones that were just born Whoa. So I'm thinking they slow, like each window gets a little bit, like they just get closer together until we have a fully external pregnancy situation. That is of interest to me. That'd be badass to be a, a bag baby, you know? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could just visit look. your baby in like a pod in the hospital. Yeah, a pod baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be great. A bag baby, a pod yeah. baby. Every Sunday we go to the hospital, we say hello to our baby as it develops. We it's can like do it a... with cocktails because you can drink the whole time. Like it's, <laughs> come on. <laughs> You're just chain smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, look at how he's yeah <laughs> you have like a cigar like it's like a racehorse you're just like <laughs> yeah. sweetie look at his dick <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> got a real yeah. you wouldn't want that you wouldn't want got a to real good feeling about this kid <laughs> like significantly lowered medical risk on behalf of the pregnant woman you can control like the amount of uh vitamins nutrition oxygen optimize all of that Look, so that the baby grows up to be the best possible version of what its genetics can allow like can we uh, um i am i this is combines both of your interests Kenise, in like being as efficient and like productive as possible <laughs> and like pushing everything to like the best it can be while also reducing like as much intimacy as you can have with <laughs> minimizing intimacy <laughs> Increasing productivity. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> no, you wouldn't care about that bad baby. You'd care. You oh, just... I, oh, of course. <laughs> well, come on. That's like, of course you would care about it. That's not yes. the point. Yeah. <laughs> they also, I don't know, whatever. I, 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 I'm in no position to comment on whether women should or should not get pregnant. <laughs> I have, I'll never deal with that, right? In a sense of like, I will never be pregnant. Unless this thing is a thing that you can strap on your body and walk around, and then both genders can do it, gender equality. Yes. Ooh. Or do that. Or do that. There's like a baby Bjorn, but it's like a baby that's actually growing, and you're like yes. biking. You're like on your bike. And yeah. It's just like, well, don't yeah. bike with it. But. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> don't do that. 
Yeah, but <laughs> it's just a. I think that like you guys have never thought about <laughs> you guys have never <laughs> about about a having a baby in a bag. No, I <laughs> can you? <laughs> How to have a baby outside of your body? <laughs> yeah, I would do that. I would. I would wear. I would wear a, a bag around and 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 birth it. Yeah. yeah, bond with it and be like, we scheduled this baby to be born at this time. That's when it's the best time. And oh, look at us! Oh and they God. just open the bag and no one's bleeding everywhere. It's great. This went from I've done a little research to <laughs> this might be my new kink. <laughs> yeah. oh, kink. I am the nation's foremost <laughs> <laughs> expert <laughs> uh, on external births. Yeah. I will donate monies. I want this to be a reality within the next ten years. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I I, th- I mean it's really interesting. I just think that like you should. I I've really like I. I I love, like I said, I love kids, but I think that we should be thinking about like, do our lifestyles allow us to really uh, have a child in a productive environment for them to grow up? And yeah. like, are I you just saying we need to move to the suburb? Like, what are you saying? No, not even that. It's just that like we, we like it's. I'm sorry. Like, it would be nice if you can like if I had a, a child, I would want a three. I would want a two bedroom apartment, and right. I cannot afford a two bedroom apartment. Right. Right. So like uh it's like those like basic little things where you're like okay if i want to have two kids me and my wife have to be able to afford like a three bedroom at the very least maybe like four bedroom in new york city that's like impossible unless you work on unless you're killing other babies for that's <laughs> true you have to be making that choice <laughs> yeah that's the only that's the only way you can do it so uh <laughs> or your so, grandparents killed other babies yeah or your <laughs> grandparents killed other Let's be babies real. it's like a lot of these people they aren't killing babies themselves but they benefit from the killing of babies 100 years ago yeah. yeah because if you move to the suburbs then then you can't pursue the career that you want to pursue in the way that you or i mean maybe you can but like yeah. uh you have to make certain sacrifices i don't know it's very difficult um i think that people are like i think our parents generation are like the last generation to like be uh shame their kids into having children and i think that our generation will not be that way yeah Mm-mm. i think that we're like not going to like for people who do have kids or like you know whatever we're not going to be like you have to have other children yeah it is your that seems like such a weird me. yeah i think that my parents are immigrants so like there, there's a there's that aspect to it but then it's also like they grew up in a time where like uh you know people like mortality rates amongst mothers were kind of was kind of high still so oh so they were like yep you gotta have a bunch to keep a few yeah and it's like part of your sorry that sounds very no okay all right i was like yeah no 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 yeah yeah do you you get parent do you guys get like parental like pressure like i feel like that i i'm not in a relationship and i get pressure um i wouldn't I wouldn't say pressure, mm-hmm. but like it's crazy the amount of times I have like spelled it out for my mom where I'm I'm I mean I've said to her verbatim I'm like you better pray to God we don't get pregnant because we yeah. are not prepared, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. She, she is without without putting pressure on like of her own volition. Anytime it comes up, she's like, I'd love another grandbaby. And it's like Come on, man. Oh, <laughs> another. Oh, the, yeah, you got nothing. Yeah, you already have one, that's lady. So don't be No, that's okay. Yeah. No, my my parents. We have a good family Zoom call because of quarantine, 
and like literally my brother is married and, and they've been married for a few years and like every time we chat they're like we don't know where to live because my brother lives on the west coast so he's like oh once you guys have babies we'll move to the west coast once you guys have babies we'll do this once you guys have baby we'll do that and it's like just baked into the conversation it's said so casually and my brother is like a very nice he he's very nice and his wife is so nice so they don't say anything and i'm just like sitting here being like do you know what you're what kind of pressure you're putting them under right now i'm getting stressed listening to that. <laughs> i am worried yeah so they are they're very much they put pressure on the, the my brother and then like also weirdly because they're like you know they're they're worried about me and then they're like you know when you have kids do you want to be living in this apartment like that kind of thing and i'm like what this is no <laughs> we're not talking about no i mean like i I don't know. It's very weird talking to them about that kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah. Kanice, your mom doesn't do doesn't put that pressure. No. She she doesn't even ask me if I'm seeing anyone anymore. She's just like, honestly, I just hope you're happy. I don't know. Like, I, I think she. I, I wouldn't say gave up on me being that daughter, but yeah, I think she kind of gave up on me being that daughter. She's like not. She's like you'll maybe you'll get married one day. Maybe I don't know. You and your mom are very similar. Maybe, yeah, maybe. And you have like a, you guys talk about like dating with each other. Yeah, because my mom is like on the apps and we, I'm like, don't write that. That's, or he did this, don't X him out of your life forever. That guy's dead to you. That's got to be so fun to talk to your mom about. <laughs> no? <laughs> no it's, fi it's, it's fine. It's, it's weird because like I've always kind of like, you guys are talking about like doing the sex talk and my mom when I was six gave me the sex talk and like I told her when I lost my virginity and she like laughed at the story of it and she just <laughs> it was just very much so like that's awesome. okay you're gonna do what you want to do I imagine yeah. do things that are safer <laughs> like yeah uh, my my oh, this reminds me one of the most uncomfortable moments in my life I lost my virginity the summer before my senior year of high school and mm -hmm. I told my oldest brother and then he let it slip to my mom. So I am on a road trip with my parents uh, sometime later. And we are just, we're somewhere at a mall in a Barnes and Noble. Siblings are so gossipy. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> true, for real. <laughs> and my mom just came up to me and she was like, I know why it was so hard for you to get over Emily, you know? And I was like, why? And she's <laughs> like, it was your first. And I was like, no! <laughs> and then, I, I would have been like, first, um, my first what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what mom? You would have asked him yeah. ultimate yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking what are you about. Talking about? <laughs> yeah. My first girlfriend? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. That's, yeah, that's why. Yeah, you have some gossipy ass siblings, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like Kinesis' mom. Oops. It's reversed. Um, yeah, just like Kinesis' mom, I would say. I think I maybe asked her at, at a really young age. I think it was like six. They had a lot of like, I don't, I wouldn't say they were hippies, but maybe other people would have. It's in Vermont? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they would have said yeah, that. Yeah, very, like, very open. Um, they didn't smoke weed or anything, so I don't, you know, like none uh, of the. Some say hippies, some say well-adjusted, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're different. Corduroys, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Uh, and she, I remember her wording was, 
uh, a man has a part and a woman has a part and they fit together perfectly. That's what she said, which is not true. <laughs> not true at all. <laughs> no, yeah. But I get it. I, get uh, I like the... That is really... That is great. <laughs> that is, they fit together perfectly. There's never a problem. How, do you, that, how did that make you feel on your first time to hear that they fit together perfect and you're like, I don't think this is perfect. <laughs> I feel like I this is like, a mismatch of parts. Yeah, I didn't ask any follow-up after that. I just pictured <laughs> two dry puzzle pieces just kind of like we're <laughs> walking. Too dry. Too, like skin, <laughs> like a skin puzzle. I mean, I'm That's right, Hell yeah. That is so funny. You're just like, all right. Yeah, you don't, you don't know what, about wetness. You don't know, like friction. You're just like, yeah, okay. Like what I pictured was not at all what the situation was like i have to say this was something that you're talking like like two like pieces put because i lost my virginity when i was 28 i was like so old and so like the biggest thing one of the things i was like most worried about was just like if there's any sort of struggle between like putting the my penis into her vagina she's gonna know that i'm a virgin and it's gonna be off and she's gonna hate it and the first time ever no no like that, that that was not a problem and basically every time since then it's been like kind of <laughs> i would say like like oh man but it, it takes like much longer than that first time it's it's it takes like maybe like 15 seconds as opposed to one second i was like <laughs> i was like i guess this like afterwards i was like i guess that's what sex is i was like i guess i shouldn't have been worried about that and, then, like, and now you're about, worried about it no no i'm not but now okay, i'm just good. like I'm not worried about it, but it's just like, you know, Carmen's like, it's two perfect pieces together. And like, that's like kind of what I thought it was going to be like too, where it's like, oh, it won't be, it won't, uh, there won't be any uh, struggle, not struggle, Jesus. What the yeah, hell? struggle doesn't sound good. <laughs> it's like um, awkwardness. So like, okay. yeah, because sometimes there's just like a slight amount and it's fine. Yeah. Like in the moment, you're you're both hot, whatever. But like yes. the first time, there wasn't any of that, and then every other time, it was just like a little bit of adjusting. I like the uh, sideways mm -hmm. shuffle that you just did there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> adjusting. Yeah, uh, that's uh, how you do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, God, I hope you're wearing pants. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I am, Sam. Don't worry. Um, it's the one thing that I have. Uh, it's the one thing in quarantine that I have maintained is I wear pants. I wear. I try to wear jeans. I try to wear shorts. I try to not be in my pajamas all day. Why jeans? I don't know. Well, if it was colder, now it's not. Now it's not. I can't put wear jeans, but mm -hmm. it's thanks. Uh, but yeah, what is it? What? Because this is another thing I've been thinking about, and because I, I I'm single and like I I've been dating for like the last three months really. Like I'm talking to somebody, but like we're not can't see each other, and so it's like. I have the exact opposite situation that you two have where you're like in the apartment all the time and you're like together and like you're, uh, yeah, you're just like together all the time. So like, what is that like? <laughs> that's, 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 uh, who, who has killed who? <laughs> How many times have you killed each other? Um, we're doing pretty good. It's yeah. funny because we actually moved in like a month or so before this happened. Uh, oh really yeah yeah i had just been like renting an apartment that i didn't live at for like four years this explains okay well this explains so much because you guys made that really funny sketch like at the beginning of quarantine oh yeah fuck town yeah, yeah. fuck town yeah and i remember watching it and laughing and then being like why do they have all that stuff and then now you're saying <laughs> you moved in together a month before it's like now I understand. No, but that. carmen has like a wall of wigs i feel like carmen just has a <laughs> bunch of stuff yeah, yeah. I guess so.
And then one night early on in quarantine, Carmen was just like, I think I'm gonna make Fucktown tonight. And I was like reading or something. And then I came into the room and that was complete. She was like, I, guess, I guess we're just gonna film this too. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, that rocks. Yeah, so you had oh, so moved in like a month before. Uh, yeah, it's been good. I know. Um, yeah, I feel pretty good about it. We had, I love it. She loves it. I yeah. also love it. Um, <laughs> I would say, I think we've had like two different periods in like three months where it's been like maybe three or four days at a time where it's like, fuck you. But then, oh, of course. But I, I think it's, I think we deal with it well. And I think it's like very normal, you know? Of course. It's like what the is most- the way that you deal with it? Like as a lady who's never in long-term relationships, I have no idea how people cope with problems interpersonally romantically. So tell us more about that because truly I have no idea. Um I think just we give each other like space, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, frankly That's so Matt, important. Yeah, if Matt Backus had not left, it would have been a real issue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Spend like, I don't know, a couple of days where we're like keeping to ourselves and I don't know, I think if you're frank about a, like apologizing when you like take time to actually feel sorry before you say you're sorry, you know what I mean? Yes, 100%. Literally yeah. never thought about that in my whole life. That's so hard. No, no, no. I, I have thought about that because it's just like, you have to, it, that, that communication of like, I need my alone time and yeah. then not feeling, and then being secure enough with, I need my alone time that they're, that your partner is going to respect that. Like, okay. Right. And like, not hold that against you. Uh, and then vice versa, where you're like, if your partner's like, I need my alone time, not to feel like offended, be like, how dare you? Am I being too much? Am I overbearing? Like, blah, 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 blah. That's at least those are all the thoughts that went through my head. <laughs> that's like a huge, that's a huge sign of intimacy to like, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, need I just my like own. the idea that you wait to say sorry until you mean it. That seems, yes. that seems novel huge. and new to me. I'm going to be 100% honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to say it and still be like angry. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is, that's always been my MO is like all the... <laughs> Carmen's like yes yes it has (laughs) keep going Sam (laughs) that's like it's a very true thing right like as mad as you can be about something like it's it's impossible to sustain anger for that long truly like even if you feel like wrong still on principle you're not gonna be angry forever right that's always like my mo in like the biggest fights we've ever had is just like I'm out of there you know like I'll leave we know I I think we both know like everything's gonna be fine but I'm gonna take off because I'm like too angry and I don't want to be fighting when I'm (laughs) that angry you know yeah yeah I want to come back that's very that's very mature like I want to come back when I'm less because like I I like uh, when I get angry or like when I get when I'm upset I like crawl into like a ball of embarrassment and I'm just like kind of quiet for a long time and then they're like why aren't you talking it's like I need to process everything. Yeah. I'm just yeah. mad at you, but my impulse mad, is so different. <laughs> if I say I'm mad at you, then we're going to yeah. get into an even bigger fight and I'm going to say things that are unfair. So I just need to be quiet for like an hour, wow. <laughs> or two hours. Or it's also, um, it's uh, admittedly a little bit selfish on my part too, because I 
when I get angry, I do not speak well at all. Like some people get in an argument and they are on top of it. When I'm angry, I mess up words <laughs> and phrase it. I, I start to stutter and I'm like, <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm not, I'm not winning. I won't win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's best for everybody if, if I bow out. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. 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 I guess, Kenise, when you get angry, you're kind of just like, I'm out. No, when I get angry, I'm like, I'm angry, and we're going to fucking talk about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the setting's not right. Well, you shouldn't have fucked up in public. <laughs> like, I don't have that impulse at all, and I should. I'm, I'm See, I'm taking, I'm learning. Uh, but yeah, like, Rohan, you and I have had a fight in public, and you were like, I don't really want to fight right now. And I was like, I am yeah. <laughs> right i would rather exactly oh yeah for sure that's yes. happened, i think it's happened a couple of times yes it has like, yeah where we've just been like and you're like i'm very mad i'm like <laughs> weird nope <laughs> i can't i like it's too much it's too much for me to absorb i think it's like in my family growing up all women if someone was mad at someone everything pauses and we shout at each other for a while until we all calm down and eat something. And that is very, I, is it healthy? No. Do I still do it? Sometimes, yes. I feel like it's not unhealthy. You know? Oh, it's healthy though. It kind of depends on like, things very quickly. <laughs> it depends on how far it goes when it's heated. You know what I mean? If you end up saying things that like really hurt somebody and you can't take it back, you know what I mean? Then it's like, I think that that could be uh, dangerous, you know? Yes. You probably do that. For, yeah but, but i'm you, also I'm, i can get mean when i get angry so i don't want to do that no that's nice yeah because you love each other uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 an exclusive love about town <laughs> revelation uh our fights are pretty dumb too anyway i feel like i don't i can never remember i can't remember a single fight like what it was ever about you can he can have it. He remembers. A couple of them like, I can oh. remember. I'm, I'm also bad oh. at like... I, what, do you want to say it? <laughs> yeah. Say one of the million of ways in which you've hurt me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if it's the one you're thinking of, it's probably a pretty big one. I told him his home club of Go Bananas was the worst comedy club in the country. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> which is actually yeah. wrong. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> She, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I hyperbolized when I'm angry. Sure. She, yeah, yeah. And she was just, you were just mad in the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, yeah. it was more, it wasn't even what she said. It was the fact that I could tell in the moment what she was saying was being said to hurt me. And yeah. that made it way worse. Uh, and then, uh, I think we were at, we were downstairs at Gotham Comedy Club. She yeah. said, and I was like, goodbye. And I left. <laughs> yeah. You took yeah. a walk. Yeah, you were just like, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm changing the locks. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're, I, I like always like will storm off and then I'll, or like I won't say anything. But then when I'm like alone, I'll think about all the ways I could have like been mad in that moment. And then I'm just like, and then that makes me feel worse. I'm just, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it feels as bad. And this is, this is a conversation that they have in the movie. You've got mail, whatever. But as a person who doesn't wait and who says the thing, and sometimes when I'm angry, I can be, like articulate and like really 
nail down the issue. And sometimes it's like a general anger that you have to deal with. Like, yeah, I feel bad about that after the fact. So like, I don't know. I don't think there's a way to win. Like, not saying the thing and wishing that you had later or saying the thing and then wishing that you hadn't. I don't know if there's a way to win that. Oh, like, uh, like you, it, it hurts the person, but you don't get to say what you feel you need to say. Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is like, I think you're going to feel like after you get angry and have a fight with someone, even if you say all the things you wanted to say, even if you say none of the things you wanted to say, you're still going to feel bad afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. that, like yeah. Rohan is saying that he wishes that he could have said this, that, and the other. I'm saying as someone who says this, that, and the other, it doesn't feel that great either. Sure. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, when uh, you're, when you get in, I, I, rem, I got this out of a book called The Instinct to Heal. It's a really good book. Okay. Um, and it's just about, uh, what do you? How do you take care of yourself mentally if you can't afford therapy or medication? You know what oh, I mean. That's a great, yeah. Ooh, great book. book. Mm-hmm. Um, and a big chapter of it was about like, uh, like, um, what is the phrase I'm looking for? But it's like articulate listening, right? Where you like, you you communicate well, and you're and when you have a disagreement, a big part that they talked about was like understanding that it's so rarely about what is happening uh, by itself. It's also about how you are making the other person feel right so Mm. when you try to like pick through it when you're trying to like mend things you have to it's not just about what they did it's about letting them know what they how they did make made you feel it sounds very cheesy because it's like therapy language it's like you did this it made me feel (laughs) and it sounds so dumb but it is such a huge thing to say after an argument to be like you did this thing and it's not that it was even wrong it's just that it made me feel this way that's all Got it. yes that's huge that's such I, a good i might buy this book. i like it it's great I'll, i still have I'll, I'll see if i have it for you yeah. yes <laughs> yeah i love uh, saving money <laughs> i gotta tell that to my stupid therapist <laughs> why weren't you telling me this <laughs> well yeah uh no, that's, that's, no, that's like a, that's such a good, that's, that's really nice. <laughs> it's a good book, man. I found, I found it on a, on a stoop. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, nice. All wow. Right. In like one of the, wait, on like a stoop or not, like, cause sometimes a neighborhood, you have like the neighborhood library things, you have those? Maybe yeah, that's it just was, um, I think uh, we were in Park Slope. I think we were dog sitting yes. with a friend, mm-hmm. uh, which is a great neighborhood to go to if you if you want to see people leave books out on their stoop. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> it really is genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially like the first of the month, people move; they just leave them out. And they have book bins in Park Slope, like kind of like yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so someone put a dictionary in there once. <laughs> I love that. You know, maybe you need so one. Funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they have those book bins and you can like, just like go through and it's like for anybody. So it's like a library kind of, mm-hmm. um, but you don't always, you don't have to put the book back. You can just like take it. You can just take it. Yeah. You just take a book. Yeah. Um, I don't think but, I've ever read a book. <laughs> what? That helped me. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let me finish the sentence. I don't think I've ever read a book. I, I there are books behind me. That's what I was going to say. But you say uh, you don't think you've ever read a book that helped you? Like like a book about like managing my emotions or like relationships or like, I like a lot of books, but they're like fiction books or history books. But I, I don't think I've ever read a book that was like, 
you should change the way you process things or like this is a good way to do this and been like yep i'm incorporating that into my essence and yeah i just i don't think i've ever done that that's respectable i don't know i get all my books secondhand i'll get all my book advice secondhand like the love language have you all heard of that the love languages love love languages love love languages what's your love language (laughs) mine is uh mine is like time spent so like we're not we don't have to necessarily do anything together but we just need to be Mm -hmm. we just need to be like we could be sitting on the couch and you could be listening to music is this like a quiz you can take online to get an answer quickly or do i have to read the book I don't think it's even a quiz. It's just it's, it's just a list. list. It's just a list, and you kind of know when you when you see them, they're they're different enough that you'll pretty intuitively be able to be like, oh, I think this is the most important way. Yeah. That Somebody I. Somebody did make it into a quiz. <laughs> you could look at it. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably tell you. Yeah. It's just, it's which Harry Potter house are you? <laughs> yeah, that's your love language. Right, mine so. is mine is touch. I feel yeah. And it, oh, nice. Yeah. And that has illuminated a lot of our fights sometimes. Cause like mm-hmm. she, she is a very touch oriented person too, but not always. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll like reach for her hand or stuff and she's like, get away from me. And I have to learn to be like, <laughs> everything's fine. Get away from me. <laughs> and then similarly, like I will, I have sometimes like canceled plans and be like, it'll be no big deal. And she's like, what the fuck? And it's like, because <laughs> oh, that's the most important thing to you. Yeah. Ah, okay. That, yeah, the, they've made a, it's from the makers of the book. They have a, a quiz and it asks you if you are single or in a couple, uh, just so they know how important you are in society. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's, <laughs> mm-hmm. To rank your worth. Yes. Um, I don't understand. I don't know what's more meaningful to me. This is tough. <laughs> Jesus. It's because it says I'm 0% done. This is going to take too long. I'm not going to do this right now. I, I just like to, I, and a partner, I don't want to do anything. I, I mean, like, I do want to do things, but my thing is, like, as long as we're together, then I, like, you know, like, in our presence, then that's, that, I like that building intimacy. Is that part of why you never plan dates? Why I never plan dates? Yes. Okay. That's, that's definitely part of it. Okay. Yeah, it's like, well, we're just hanging out together. And then it's just, we're just hanging out together. Unless, and, like, all my date plans are, like, obviously like drinks for like the first like two dates and then like a movie because i love the movies oh there's no movies anymore but whatever but when they come back they'll do projections in the park right yeah i hope so or like uh yeah and then like i'll do that and then like then once every like 10 dates i'll be like do you want to go to a concert or do you want to like what what are these other dates what are you doing just hanging out come over hang out watch tv (laughs) i'm curious I know. Uh, I'm horrible at date planning. I'm like, hor- you live like, in New York. I mean, it's not, it's not what it was, but come on. There's like yeah. stuff to do. Yeah. Walk, walk for a date guy. It's but great. This, ah, see, I don't like that. There's too Why? much. I don't know. It's just. Uh, Walking just, is better than sitting in your apartment, Rohan. It sure is. But I just can't, I just don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like walking dates. <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> All right. That's good. That's good. There's too much. There's like, I got to, I'll, I'm going to get out of breath walking and talking and I don't know. How I'm worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't are, you, know. are you sprinting away from women? Is that part of why they're not successful dates? Or? No, no, I don't know. Walk, we mean mosey. Yeah, mosey. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. 
Also, if I want to, I'm like worried about like public displays of affection. And if I wanted to be affectionate publicly and we we're like on a walk, I'd be, I'd be worried mm. to do it. Mm. Like I'm to, a little, to, to kiss. Okay. Kiss <laughs> I was like, what lips. is it? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like, I worry about that, but I don't know. That's just me being neurotic. You, so right. you would, you, you, that's your, like your line. You don't even like a kiss in public. No, I do. But like, I think I have to like, I've only been like comfortable enough to do PDA with like one person I've ever dated. And it just takes a long time to like work up to that like level of intimacy. Hmm. So like initially, even like within like the first like three months, it would be very hard for me to be like intimate in public, like a kiss in public would be hard. But then like, after we like get to know each other, I don't know, like there, it's like I said, it's only really gotten to the point with like one woman where I was like, oh, we've been dating long enough where we could do this. And I'm not uncomfortable with it anymore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yes, mine is, but we have to be together. I like that. Whatever we're doing together, I don't care. Uh, but as long as we're together, it's fine. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, take the quiz, Kenise. Tell us what you're- No, it's going to take years of our lives. I'll send it to you guys after I do it, but it seems like a long fucking quiz. I don't actually am very interested to know what your yeah, love language is. <laughs> I'm very interested too. To be yeah. honest- What do you think I'll, it is? I think, oh, I think uh, Kenise- let's, let's go through it. There's, there's touch, there's time spent, there's, there's words of affection, I think, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, gift giving. Here's a crazy one. Gift receiving? What? Yeah. Selfish. <laughs> My love language is being selfish. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do love getting gifts. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. And then I think uh, acts of kindness, which is kind of like gift giving, but not the same. Okay. Yeah. It'd be like cleaning out my gutters or something yeah doing something okay. yeah, i don't own gutters but that's just like a first thing that popped into my mind is a nice thing someone would do for someone yeah. you know just clean out their gutters yeah i'll know that's when i'll get married when i find a man who'll clean out my gutters that's <laughs> that's when i'll get gutters yeah <laughs> i know what you i know what you are what am i you're in between like at, you were in between like acknowledgement of kindness like i need like thank thank you for listening to me like that kind of like oh i i love this about you like that kind of stuff and and um uh, acts of kindness where like you somebody like um uh somebody like does a very small thing like maybe they put a coaster down on the table like when they have it i love it when people do that right and like that like that those like small <laughs> see there we go <laughs> I, I i pulled that out of my head that's like not what i would consider something but something that like like your ideal relationship is like a to-do like you both have a to-do list and then you both do that to-do list together like on a weekend yes and that's your fucking idea that's what yeah, i want right? so, that's an act of kindness. Is it act of? I don't know. Yes. I'm not. I'm acknowledging this about myself. I don't think I'm particularly kind, so I don't think that that is like I like when other people are kind to me, but I don't think I am particularly kind. I think you're. I think you're actually very kind. Yeah, yeah me too. I think I'm like nice in conversation, but when's the last time I did anything to help any of you? You gave me actually. Never. You, no, you gave me um. Uh, a, uh, a free audiobook download for Dan Harris's 10% Happier because I said I was interested in meditation and you just sent it over. I guess. That was like yeah. a year ago. <laughs> that was nice. That's like a really sweet. It didn't cost yeah, me anything. So nice. Forget it. I didn't even like bike to your house and give it to you. Whatever. Yeah, but it's still mental. I helped me. I... Oh, okay, that's fine. 
Yeah, shut up, Kenise. <laughs> yeah. <It's> not, <laughs> hey, Kenise, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you idiot, you're yeah. correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay. I th- we're coming I, up on the hour. We gotta oh, we wrap are. this oh. up. Oh, okay. All right. I turned I'm off sorry. my AC. I'm just gonna start sweating from now on. Oh, okay. Trying to get out of us telling you how nice you are. Yeah. Are you no, yeah. but we do have to end this podcast. Yeah. Language avoiding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is avoiding one of the love? Avoiding isn't a love language. I don't no. imagine. That's not. They wouldn't list that. That's fucking. No. Uh, no. All right. Okay, you both have been on the pod separately before, so you know that we always end in final thoughts. Returning champions. Yes, returning champions. We've only, during this whole pandemic, we've only been asking people we really like to be on the mm-hmm. podcast, people who we thought were really good on the podcast before. You exactly. guys don't disappoint. You guys are fucking mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. But I do want to know, what are your final thoughts? Like, things that you maybe haven't thought about in a while that came up on this episode, or like, maybe something you changed your mind about, or anything. Maybe in a bag for me. I'm yeah. going to spend too much time looking at that. I'll send you some resources because I continually look this up. <laughs> um, hmm. That's a good question. I really do think I would, I would, I would love to see a, a greater, um, just from the, the initial video, I would love to see a greater, oh, uh, yeah. well, let, like like I said before, I, you gotta you gotta trap these kids. You gotta corner them. <laughs> you gotta corner the kids. But I yeah. you just I think we all have to take a greater ownership of like our our children's developing sense of sex. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, everybody does. So it takes a village, right? Yeah, 100%. we're all part of a village. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine all is right. the sorry thing. That was great. That the, was fantastic. Yeah, that was wonderful. Waiting to say sorry when, until you mean it. Yeah. That's great. I'm taking that away. I'm going to start saying sorry at all because I don't now. Uh, so <laughs> I've been talking to a, I've been talking to a girl that, we, that uh, I've, been, I've been talking to a girl. Uh, we're because we can't meet each other. We've like, been texting a lot. And we have a rule where we because we both apologize all the time that we're not allowed to apologize in the chat to each other. Anymore. That's great. <laughs> yeah. I'm so we happy to be for like, you. Yeah. And so whenever someone whenever we we do break the rule occasionally and then I, we both have to be like, no apologies. Hell so yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Anyway. Um, the sorry thing. I'm gonna take this love language test. I'm gonna figure out something. I don't know. How do you guys use it? What do you, do? you to, so that you know why she's mad when you cancel plans? Is that, yeah, for sure. Is that, and, and and just like why why even why you get mad? Like why why does it hurt my feelings so much when she doesn't want to hold hands? It's like oh maybe she just doesn't want to right now. Yeah. And she likes you. Yeah. 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 That's pretty clear. Right. It's the know thyself, you know? Yeah. Okay. I'm taking this quiz. I'll send you guys, I'll send you guys what the results are. Carmen, I'll send you all the info I have on babies and bags. <laughs> I'm just, I, I want more people to join the bag baby army, whatever. Uh, the bag baby army. <laughs> that, <laughs> oh, that, that. <laughs> That's definitely a cult that's going to be forming pretty <laughs> I think we're going to be, we're at the beginning of an age where cults will be rampant because we are going through a health crisis, a financial crisis, and like, just like societal change. So I think there are going to be so many cults. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not like a cult lady, but I do kind of want to see like what the cults are going to be. You know what I mean? Just like sure. they're, they're going to be weird. Like things, yeah. shit we haven't even thought of, they're going to be weird. <laughs> 
I just love your face. They're gonna be weird. Weird. <laughs> well, they are. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh, that's right. enough about cults. Although, if we get more cults, we will cover them on this podcast. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, what you can do instead of joining a cult is following our lovely guest, Carmen. Where can people find you on the internet? Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. Uh, at uh, at Carmstagrams on Instagram, at Carmen Legala on Twitter. Hell yeah, Sam. Uh, I'm at really Sam Evans <laughs> across the board. This I, it's a Twitter handle that's been made fun of, but I stand by it. I built a brand around it. No, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, and I ha- I have an album out. Yeah, now. listen to it. It's so good. It Thanks. is very good. Thanks very much, guys. Mm-hmm. It's, it's called Sweet Baby Boy, and it's available everywhere you can get uh, listenums. So. <laughs> And it, it was recorded at GoPain Ennis, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a comedy it's a, yeah, a great, yeah. Rohan, where can they find you? At Rohanpidea Cool Guy on Instagram. And then I think you should like and rate and review the podcast and like say nice things about our guests and about us and leave us, give us five star reviews and just like be cool uh, about it. <laughs> There's a way that they could not be cool about it, I, I guess. There are uh, a lot of I, ways that you can be not cool about leaving a review. But leaving a five-star review, they're going to do it in a not cool way? That's true. You're right. Maybe. I, I mean, maybe. Are. I haven't seen all of the five-star reviews that exist in the universe. Some of them bound to not be cool. Rohan, did you give yeah. your handles and stuff? I did. I did. I did. You already said it? Okay. I already said it. You said Rohan Pajay Cool Guy? I did. <laughs> I okay. did. I said it. <laughs> I like that you continue to reiterate that to all of our listeners, that you are Thank in fact you. are a cool I'm guy. I'm a very cool guy, yeah. Very cool guy? Um, How could you not notice that? Everyone knows. My family <laughs> loves you. Uh, you can find me on the internet at Kenise Mobley on all the platforms. That's Insta, Twitter, even Venmo, honestly. I've been saying that and people have been Venmoing me money, so I'm just going to keep saying it. That's Dude. how feedback works, or what is that? Priming, training, priming, uh, Pavlovian thing. Yes, yeah, response, yeah. consequence. Yeah. You get it. Yep. All right. This I... is love about town. <laughs> bye. Bye. bye, bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.